1: So many treats and so little time to share them all, but we have another one for today's Song of the Soul. My guest is Ellen Stanley, and she goes by the stage name Mother Banjo, so I'm sure you'll be expecting her banjo. But what may or may not take you by surprise is the depth of expression and the tender touch of her voice. Perfectly attuned to the gospel, old-timey music she adores and writes, Let's head to Minneapolis, Minnesota to speak with Ellen Stanley, a.k.a. Mother Banjo. Ellen, I'm really excited to have you here today for Song of the Soul.
2: I'm really excited to be here. Thanks, Mark.
1: You're on the inside at Red House Records, and I'm a real fan of the folk genre. So you're in connection with all kinds of really wonderful people. Are you really enthusiastic about any particular people there right now?
2: Well, I'm enthusiastic about all of our people. That's why it's such a thrill to work at a place like Red House Records, where it's a lot of my songwriting heroes are on the label. But I am very excited about a few artists that we just recently signed. We are now working with Dale Watson, who's a really wonderful kind of country rockabilly songwriter from Austin, Texas, who's a lot of fun. He has a new album out that was recorded at Sun Studios and sounds like an early Johnny Cash record. But also we have some new projects coming up in 2012 in the early part of the year that I'm really excited about. A couple new signs. Drew Nelson, who's a great songwriter from Michigan, a really great storyteller, And also, Tracy Grammer is releasing a new album of Dave Carter and Tracy Grammer songs that have never been released, and it also features some new Tracy Grammer tracks, and I'm a big fan of Dave Carter's songwriting and of Tracy Grammer's music, so I'm very excited that we're getting to work with Tracy. In fact, I even cover uh, one of her songs sometimes in live shows, or one of Dave Carter's songs, Gentle Soldier of My Soul. And have opened up for Tracy Grammer. So as a writer, I, I'm such a Tracy Grammer and Dave Carter are a real inspiration to me as a songwriter, not just as a as a music fan.
1: Well, it must be kind of interesting you and your alter ego, Mother Banjo. You're a musician. You've got to promote yourself, of course. And here you are promoting all the other people. Does that run into conflict or do you end up maybe feeling bad because here I've got to put all this time into promoting X person when Mother Banjo really needs to get out into the public eye? (laughs)
2: Not really, partly because I've been working at Red House longer than I've been touring musician and songwriter. I've always played and performed music, but in my current alter ego as mother banjo, that's a, a newer development for me. So really, I think of myself as a music promoter first and a musician second. But it is true that I spend all day promoting other artists, and that is my passion. But then it does mean at the end of the day that I'm not always as excited to promote myself just because I'm, you know, I'm tired. I wanna I don't really wanna be sending out more emails and <laughs> making more calls. In fact my boss at Red House told me once, he said, you know, I think Mother Banjo needs the same publicist that Red House has.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how about you give us a little sample of Mother Banjo so people can know who we're talking about?
2: Sure. That'd be great. I think the first song we have queued up is a song that kicks off my new CD called Stray Songs, and this new collection of songs, which is just a very short collection, it's an EP, are all songs about sinning and cheating and straying from the home place. So That's where the title comes from. For whatever reason, these were a lot of the songs I've been writing in the last year, was these kinds of songs and gospel songs. And this particular collection has kind of an intimate feel to it. It's kind of a, it has a confessional nature to the songs, and they seem to fit together really well. So this song kind of sets the stage.
1: The song is Laying Down with Sinners. Our guest is Mother Banjo. I
0: was at the garden wall Went to the edge Took the fall ate the apple Jumped right in I told. on the wrong. from the wrong From
1: that beautiful voice is Mother Banjo. The song is Laying Down with Sinners. It's from her new EP called Stray Songs. Ellen, you said for some reason the songs on this EP were all of that nature about cheating and sinning and straying. Mm -hmm. Is there something going on in your life that you want to confess to us as a whole?
2: (laughs) No, actually, you would think I'd have a much more adventurous, exciting life than I do by listening maybe to that song. But really, I think it's more that sometimes you sort of get on a kick of a theme and it it just inspires more ideas. So I think that that's a little bit what happens. But I've also been writing a lot of gospel songs, and I think they're all really connected. You know, I think as people we all – You know, mess up from time to time, and then we try and make it right again, and then we mess up again. It's kind of just human nature. We all have those moments in our lives where we mess up and do something, and we periodically have to go back and make it right again. And I think that's just part of being human.
1: But somehow you got attracted into this confessional gospel, and that doesn't seem like what a a nice girl from Connecticut would get into.
2: Well, actually, it it kind of makes sense if you know a little more about my background, which is not in my bio, which is that my father is an Episcopal priest, and so I definitely grew up in the Church, and these are topics that I've thought a lot about growing up. You know, you're know you surrounded by a lot of different ideas of how to live well and live in communion with your fellow humans that are walking down this planet with you. So these are themes that I've always been attracted to recently for whatever reason they've been coming out a little bit more in my music and certainly as you mentioned the style of gospel music, I certainly was raised on a very broad spectrum of music including some of the 1960s folk stuff as well as things like musicals especially being raised by Christian hippies, musicals like Godspell and Jesus Christ Superstar were certainly factors Heavily into my upbringing. So that stuff has fed in as well as sort of more the bluegrass and old time and gospel music that I've gotten into more as a young adult.
1: Well, a song like Laying Down with Sinners almost jumps, I don't know, 100 years in the past, maybe. To... <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of cool that you're connecting with that. About what age are you?
2: I am 32. And interestingly enough, that song, Lying Down with Sinners, When I wrote it, I was actually, I had just seen a film version of the Oscar Wilde novel, The Picture of Dorian Gray. A lot of those images in that song are really taken from that whole idea of your outside appearances of this young, beautiful, appropriate person, and that there are these dark secrets that are hidden away and slowly eating inside of you. And I think a lot of, you know, we all have our own demons, maybe not that dramatic, but we all have things that kind of gnaw away at us.
1: Well, I do want to hear more about your trip spiritually, religiously, but I think some more music would be called for right now.
2: Okay, great. The next song I think we've queued up is another song from the new CD. It's called A New, and this song I think follows Lying Down with Sinners really well because it is about... After you've done something that you regret, you of course want to make yourself new, you want to start over again. This song specifically, the first line was inspired by a line I read in Walden, and I liked the line so much that the whole song came from that, but really I was also at the time starting a new relationship, and so I was thinking of this whole idea of not wanting to bring your baggage into a new relationship and wanting to start over again. So it can be seen really as a love song as well.
0: And fall like corn and night. I left them all like crows in flight. Darkest sins cast night and day, so I shed my skin, let it fall away. I wanna be new.
1: Stanley, a.k.a. Mother Banjo, knew from her Stray Songs CD. You said your father's Episcopal priest, so you grew up Episcopal. Have you followed that path? That last song was called, New. I mean, I grew up Catholic, and eventually Quaker is what I became after five years or something. You know, there's a lot of exploring around the way. What kind of news have you personally gone through?
2: Yeah, I would say that probably in college, you know, I, I definitely sort of explored different things and encountered a lot of things that sort of made me question my faith and, you know, what did I actually believe and what did I want to incorporate as a useful way of living my life? And those were questions that sort of naturally came up as I studied and explored more things. And I... I really sort of came to the conclusion that, and I'm not going to remember who actually originally said this, but that basically there's no point in sometimes starting on a brand new path, starting your spiritual journey all over again, that maybe using the tools where you are and then figuring out from there where you want to go mix the most sense. I think that's really true for me. I don't believe everything that the church or that the Bible or anything like that says in totality, but I do believe in a lot of the basic tenets, and that's what's most important to me about loving God and humanity and the world that we live in. Those are really the tenets that guide me, and everything kind of stems from that. But in terms of actual church, I would say that You know, I left for a while, and then I sort of came back, and then I found a church that I believed in and incorporated those basic tenets that I found to be true and useful in terms of living your life in a way that improved the lives of those around you.
1: So is this Episcopal Church? And if you answer this, is this going to get you in trouble with your father?
2: (laughs) No, it's not. Yes, it is an Episcopal Church, uh, Gethsemane in uh, Minneapolis, in downtown Minneapolis.
1: Oh, cool. So you come honestly by singing these gospel songs. You're engaging still with that same truth. You're not just parroting what other people have gone through.
2: Right. I would also say that some of the the traditional songs I sing are ones I sang growing up, and then the gospel songs I have written are all songs that, again, really come directly from my belief system. So songs like Revival Train it's all about helping each other and helping people along the way, along the, the tracks of life, if you will. And that's something I really do believe in.
1: Well, you mentioned Revival Train. Would this be a good time to listen to it?
2: Yeah, I think it would be a great time. I want to
0: ride, I want to ride, I want to ride that train. I want to ride, I want to ride, I want to train I'll jump on board I'll jump on board I'll jump on board today I'll jump on board I'll jump on board I'll jump on board I have a night delay I wanna ride I wanna ride that train.
1: Mother Banjo's CD, The Sad and Found. The song was Revival Train. We're speaking with Ellen Stanley, who is Mother Banjo, website motherbanjo.com. Revival Train is, Ellen, I have to say, it fits so completely into that genre of gospel songs singable by the public. is singable by the audience. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure when I first heard it if it was somebody else's song, you know, a traditional song that you're covering mm-hmm. or your own. And I am so impressed that you were able to make it match with the genre from your own beliefs that well.
2: Well, as you can hear, I'm very inspired by that music. And one of the things I think resonates with everyone, no matter what their beliefs, one of the reasons why gospel music is so popular, especially that kind of style of country gospel, is that it's so singable and has such an immediate emotional impact with people. I really wanted to write a song in that style because I love that music so much and my audiences love it so much. And then I thought, well, I'm going to write a gospel song that I think is a message that everyone can get behind regardless of, again, their exact belief system. And in making it singable, I wanted, you want the repetition, you want the repeating lines. Also, having a song that only has two chords in it makes it a song that everyone can play on. So it's a song when I perform it out with either a band or with other musicians, I get everyone to sing along, including the audience, and it's a really, really good time.
1: Well, you mentioned, Ellen, that you're performing, and sometimes you're performing solo and sometimes with other folks. Talk about the constellations of the kind of performances you do.
2: Sure. I would say all that's required from Mother Banjo Show is that I'm there with my banjo singing songs, but sometimes I have the Full Mother Banjo Band, which is a four-piece band, some of whom were featured on that last song we heard and all of whom were included on the, the previous two songs, and that includes Stan Gorder on guitars and vocals. He's been playing with me pretty much as long as I've been performing out and is a great songwriter himself. Then we have John Olson on electric bass, Jim Parker on mandolin, and then we have other friends that sit in on songs. And often when I'm touring, if I can't bring the whole band out, then I'll often tour with another songwriter, or musician, and then we can sort of sing harmonies on each other's songs and and play on each other's tunes. But on that last song, Revival Train, we actually had a bunch of members from the band, The Royal Family Singers, singing and playing on that particular song, and I'm often performing with bands like that.
1: You do have a video I think up on your website of Revival Train yeah. is the- is that kind of one of your number one popular songs?
2: It's definitely one of them. It's a song that's gotten a lot of airplay, both regionally and also on XM series radio. That was one of the songs they played a bit. And that particular video that I think you're alluding to was actually recorded at a really great venue in St. Paul called the House of Mercy, which is a kind of funky lefty church that brings in musicians as part of their service and has a great house band that's a kind of country gospel band, Americana-style music, and that's where that one was taped.
1: Well, it looked like a fun time with it. There are a number of people who are involved with the folk scene who I think are not really into church music, shall we say. But I think gospel music kind of gets a pass where other church music would not.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Do you go to the general folk scene, to the, you know, maybe bluegrass Mm -hmm. scene, to the coffee housing? Are there churches? Uh, you mentioned that when the video was in a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of venues do you normally get invited to?
2: Well, I mainly do kind of the folk, bluegrass, Americana circuit. So I don't regularly play in churches. I, I do sometimes if I'm invited to. I, I enjoy doing that, especially because you get always get people who want to sing, <laughs> maybe more than in a theater. But I do play plenty of coffee houses and bars and clubs and those kinds of places. I would say that's really where I mostly play in festivals and that kind of thing, because not all of my music has a a gospel element. Some of it is just sort of story songs. But it is interesting that the gospel music is the stuff that, especially at the bars, believe it or not, is the most popular. And I think part of it is it's just so up-tempo, and makes people feel so good, and it's very singable. So if they've had a drink or two, they really enjoy singing along on those songs.
1: Do you encounter more sinners in church or in the bars?
2: (laughs) Well, I don't know. It probably depends on the bar. And I would say, I mean, you know, people are just people, and you get your mix of people everywhere, you know, and those resonate with everybody everywhere.
1: Well, give us some more music to resonate with.
2: This one is actually not on an album yet, but it will be on my upcoming gospel album coming out in 2012. This song I've been playing out a lot live for the last couple of years and hasn't made plans to have them yet, but it's been very popular at the live shows. This is actually a live recording, so it's not a pristine recording, but it does get at the energy of the Mother Banjo Band, so this features all of us, and this was us playing at the Winter Bluegrass Weekend, one of the great festivals here in Minnesota, another great bluegrass festival. So this was recorded live on the main stage.
1: I think we're done waiting for it. The song is, I'm Waiting, Mother Banjo.
0: to come down Oh, I'm waiting I'm waiting Waiting for God to come around Now that's the chorus. I know you can do it when it comes around. My heart is in halves I feel so alone I'm Waiting for God to come down Pick up the parts Help me build them Got to come around. Oh, I'm waiting. Oh, I'm waiting. Waiting for God to come around. Oh, I'm waiting. Oh, I'm waiting. Waiting for God to come around. The world is a mess. It's all come waiting for God to come down to clean it all up make it shine like the sun waiting for
1: Sweet music with the wonderful voice Of Mother Banjo I'm waiting She's told me on the side That that's going to be on her upcoming CD Called The Devil Hasn't Won (laughs) Mm
0: Mm-hmm
1: I'm so glad to get that news. I was having doubts. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that song is going to be on, it's going to be kind of in that style of sort of more of a string band kind of feel. Although there will probably be some acapella stuff on it too, but it will be very much a sort of country gospel record with originals and some traditional tunes that I sing out a lot live because there are a lot of people who like the gospel stuff. I thought it was time to maybe put a bunch of them in one place so that people
1: could, uh, could pick them up. You know, most of it sounded very traditional gospel. And then there were some lyrics kind of toward the end that struck me very much in harmony with the way that my spirituality goes, my Quaker faith. Mm-hmm. You, you say, I look for him there, I look from here, waiting for God to come down. I found him in you, I found him in me. Mm-hmm. It looks like God has come around. That God's in me, God's in you is certainly right. biblical. I mean, there's the phrase, you know, the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus says that. Where does it come from theologically for you? Is this a good Episcopalian statement?
2: I think so. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there would be people maybe that would disagree with me, but I, I think it's a pretty standard belief that inherently, you know, for God's creatures, then there's that in us. But I think the main place where the song came from, and that last verse is the point of the whole song. In fact, I've toyed with whether I should call it I'm waiting or no waiting, because that's really the message of the song, is even though I repeat I'm waiting, it's really about how we're all waiting for something good to happen, whether it's, you know, God coming down and fixing our problems, or whether it's change of events in our life. I actually wrote this before Christmas a couple of years ago, so I was really... It was kind of a, a literal thing looking towards Christmas, really more of an Advent song. But then it kind of took a, a different turn. But it's really about sort of we spend for someone else uh, to uh, fix our problems when really all the solutions are right here among us. I really do believe that, that we have these tools here. We just need to recognize them and recognize the goodness that exists around us.
1: Do you have particular mentors or inspirations that you're particularly following as you do this gospel-style music? And again, that's not the totality of what you do. Right. Because we're doing a Song of the Soul program, and this is Song of the Soul. And I am, Mark, helps meet your host for Song of the Soul, which is one of the Northern Spirit Radio productions I do. Our website is nordenspiritradio.org. On the site, you find not only our archives the last six and a half years and links to all our guests, like Mother Banjo, who's with us here today, but you find a place to comment. And we need your input. To be as good as we can be, it really helps to hear from you. So please do visit Nordenspiritradio.org, post comment, and give us some more feedback. Now we're with Mother Banjo. The songs she's chosen for "Song of the Soul" are on the gospel end of her music. What's the most non-gospel song that you do, Ellen?
2: Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Because <laughs> of course, I, since I have a very liberal idea of what gospel is, you know, I I could probably maybe find a connection in all my songs to it. Although probably outsiders would
1: not—people
2: <laughs> who aren't in my brain—I guess. Well, I guess I do. I do a lot of kind of fun, just. Fun rock songs, like for instance, I cover "Bad Companies." Feel like making love, or um, which again, I don't. That is so
1: funny. That is so <laughs> funny because I was just going to ask you. It says, like, have you ever done something like "Feel Like Making Love"?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, I actually, might have a recording of that, which maybe I should just send you so you can enjoy it. But no, I do that one actually at the same show where you know we played that song I'm waiting that was recorded at the bluegrass festival actually I think the next song we did was feel like making love and was a big hit so we do songs like that and just you know fun songs dealing with you know relationships and breakups and all those kinds of things that we deal with in our in our day to day
1: sample us some more music i'm having okay. a great time with everything that you've given us <laughs> so far
2: wonderful well I guess let's go to one of my early songs that I wrote. This is from my first CD called Swing Low, which does, in case you're wondering, does feature the song Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. But this song is a song that kicks off the CD, and it's one of the earliest songs I wrote, and it's inspired by an old Shaker round called Come Life, Shaker Life, a song that I heard growing up quite a bit. And it's really a song about sort of a joyful kind of praise song, but it has, if you listen to the melody, it has kind of a real minor feel to it, and I thought that this kind of melody was really better suited to a a darker kind of song. So ironically, I called this song Come Life, but it's really about a man who's facing death on his deathbed and maybe isn't ready for the next thing that's coming his
0: way.
1: Mother Banjo, your song Come Life.
0: Come life, come to me My bones are tired Work has driven from me all my desire I can't make it out The hand is fading The words on the pages They have left me Come life, come to me When did you lose me? One day I woke up And there was no green I saw gray and white A blur of snow time I am full of gold I hear a
1: website, MotherBanjo.com. She is Mother Banjo. The song was Come Life, and it was from the first EP that she released called Swing Low. When I first heard that song, I was kind of wondering, later, one of the later verses, I think you say something like, a light eternal beckons to me, and I wasn't Mm -hmm. quite with the idea of a guy dying, but Mm -hmm. there it is.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I just I think this happens to me living in Minnesota (laughs) in these cold, dark winters, uh, which is when I do a lot of my writing. Sometimes I channel sort of the the darkest thoughts. So this song quickly became a song. I really pictured someone kind of in the cold, all alone, who worked their whole life and now was facing death and kind of couldn't believe it.
1: And that person, since you're living in Minnesota, is probably a Norwegian bachelor farmer. Yeah,
2: exactly. It was definitely someone maybe taken right out of Lake Wobbecon or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Your work, by the way, you're a publicist for Red House Records. Mm-hmm. Amongst the other things you do in your life, you have a blog that you share with some other folks, The Sound mm-hmm. of Blackbirds. Mm-hmm. And you also do a radio program at KFAI there in the Twin Cities, Women mm-hmm. Folk. Could you say something about Women Folk?
2: Sure. I guess I started doing radio in in college. I started hosting a, and it was a women's folk show actually at Oberlin College at WOBC. I was, you know, just getting into folk and acoustic music right at Deanna High School and I really wanted to get involved in radio in college and I found that there were already some folk shows on the college station but they really were weighted towards the male end and I was surprised there were all these great female songwriters. So I started hosting a women's folk show there and I loved it so much. And then when I moved to Minnesota after I graduated, I knew about KFAI, I knew about all the great public radio in Minnesota and I really wanted to get involved in the community radio station. So I quickly became friends with the host of Women Folk, Catherine A. Zoraminda, who had been hosting it for quite a few years, and she was going to be moving to Boston, and so I applied to take over the show, and I've been hosting it now for nine years. It's just a real thrill. It's, I get to play some of my favorite music and share it with other people and interview some of my favorite artists, and it's been a real treat. Everyone from Joan Baez to Dr. Bernice Johnson-Regan from Sweet Honey in the Rock to Dar Williams. It's been a real treat.
1: But that does bring me to another question I had about you. What's a nice girl like you doing with a banjo?
2: (laughs) You know, you're not the first one to ask me that. Well, you know, as you, I'm sure, read in my bio, I was classically trained and I played piano as my first instrument. Then later I took up the oboe, which is maybe even uncooler than the banjo. But when I got into singing folk music, I obviously wanted more of a folk instrument to accompany myself on. I really felt like the world didn't need another mediocre guitar player, but they might need another <laughs> mediocre banjo player. No, actually, I was really drawn to the sound of the banjo. I got really into bluegrass and old-timey music in college, and one of the things that really struck me about the banjo is that even though, of course, in a lot of bluegrass, you know, Scruggs-style picking, it's very, you know, high-octane. It's very fast and bright-sounding. But when you go to some of those old Appalachian tunes, the banjo has a much darker Kind of tone to it, and that was really what attracted me to the banjo is that it really could be used in a very different way. And so when I took up the banjo, I always saw it as a instrument of accompaniment, which most banjo players are banjo players first and foremost, you know, they're, they're lead solo pickers. That really wasn't what I was interested in doing. I love that music, but that's not what I was intending to do. I was going a different route. So when I first started playing and taking lessons, right away I wanted to play songs. You know, I was learning John Prine tunes and old traditional gospel stuff, and that was really what I was interested in doing. And I think what's been interesting, one of the reasons I gave myself the moniker Mother Banjo was that even though I'm not some crazy great banjo player, I really feel like my whole music and my sound has come from the banjo. Although I play the piano, none of these songs were written on the piano.
1: I'd like to hear another tune now. What do you All got right. for us, Alan?
2: Well, this song is a song that's also on my new CD called Stray Songs. This song is called Firebird, and it's another song about starting again. And actually, was in production of the ballet Firebird, the Stravinsky Ballet, like when I was very young, when I was a kid. And I always loved the image of the firebird and the phoenix rising up from the ashes. And it's such a useful image and concept, especially if you're talking about starting again. Uh,
0: have to run Leave this town by the newness. I have to run Prince around
1: incredible expressive voice is that of Ellen Stanley known to our listeners as mother banjo motherbanjo.com is her site the song was firebird i really do think ellen your voice is so evocative i think it was just made for those kind of gospel touching tunes the the real bringing present of the heart
2: oh thank you so much It's been interesting to see how my voice has grown because I've been singing my whole life. But, you know, I did a lot of choral singing and and stuff like that. But when I got into folk music in high school, I started singing more of those kinds of songs. But I really feel like as I've played out more and written songs for my own voice, I've really learned what my voice can do better (laughs) and written to those strengths.
1: As I listen through Firebird, I was trying to figure out which piece of it actually might be slightly autobiographical, and I was wondering, do you have a temper?
2: <laughs> actually, I don't really. Um, I get frustrated, for sure. I have many other faults, but <laughs> I don't think that's one of them as much. This was probably the most non-autobiographical song that I have on the CD, I would say. I mean, I was really picturing someone who did something like actually had maybe taken a life or something but of course i left it open to suggestion where the blood on the hands could just be anything that you did that wasn't good i was picturing someone more violent who really was tackling those weighty demons and they were down in the dirt they were down in the ashes and they really needed something dramatic to happen to rise up again but i think the chorus comes from a very like we all have those dark moments and we want to rise up and sing and and i think that line is very much me that idea of this is what can make it all seem better and can make it seem possible to have a new start. Is for me it's quite literally it's the music.
1: Well, your music is definitely doing it for me. I can really picture you doing that song here in Eau Claire. We have a summer place, a labyrinth that's called in Phoenix Park. And Phoenix Park it would be perfect for Firebird, obviously. <laughs> I do hope one day to see you performing it there.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: So the clock's running out. Last song will be?
2: The last song I wanted to share was a brand new holiday song that I wrote, which I think is good any time of year because it's really a breakup song, ultimately. I'm offering this as a free download on my website. So if folks want to savor them a little bit longer or if they just like it, they can download it and save for next year. It's a little bit funny and also about making peace with being by yourself and accepting those around you, even if it's not the person that you hoped it might be.
1: I think we're going to take you out for today's Song of the Soul with Christmas Came Early. It's by Mother Banjo. Her website is motherbanjo.com. Ellen, I'm just delighted with your music. I now know for the next month or two, I'm going to have your voice inside my head, (laughs) lifting me up and calling me to the center of my soul. Thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul.
0: Thank you so much, Mark. Christmas came early this year The lights, good cheer, and your love You came as a gift, all shiny and new But now, December, and no you No one here but me, the cat tree Angels up on high, can't you hear me crying I need a guy tonight I need you tonight Christmas came early and went, the cards all sent where the old name. A photo so sweet, same sweaters on. I should have known that something was wrong. No one here but me. The cat, that's what I am. The Christmas tree. Angels up on high. Can't you hear me crying? I need a God now I need you tonight. Christmas came early, but now, no hymns, no sound. all the good CDs and the holiday LPs, you left the crappy mixtapes, take them please. No one here but me, the cat, your mixes and the Christmas tree, angels up on high, can't you hear me cry? Christmas came early this year The hangover, the beer And regrets It's the last and first night On this midnight clear Come all you faithful It's a brand new year Come here with me Street. Angels up on high, I look to the sky. I found the east starlight.